0: peace to you family welcome to another episode of wellness with sabali you are hanging up with me sabali and today we'll be talking about active listening and how this is important and i know that a lot of us know the importance of listening actively because one time or another we have had people not really pay attention to us as we speak and we felt some type of way we probably closed ourselves off, ourselves off uh, from conversations and even ended up um, shortening our story or ended up carrying um, resentment within us because we weren't given the chance to really express what we felt and we didn't feel that it was received as we would have wanted it to. And so this is an area that we could both learn from. And so I personally have... take notes (laughs) even as I share with with you on this episode. So this is going to be a learning experience for both of us and if you know someone who you feel would benefit from active listening then you should definitely link them to this episode so that they could also plug in and get a few tips. So the breakdown to this episode will be mostly on how we fail and the things that we do that make us uh, fall short of listening actively and what we can do to be better at it so i will start off with the things that we do that make us fail to listen actively so the first thing that i believe that we fail on is that we do not get rid of distractions so we are not still we're not clear both our minds and our spirits and physically we are distracted a lot and especially in this world where we are glued to our phones and to other devices it's very easy for us to think that we could do multiple things at a time that is be keying in something on your phone and also listening to someone as they talk to you but the thing is that we can't serve two masters and we will definitely miss out on one of the areas so it could be what we're doing on our phone and it could be what is being communicated to us verbally. So, if we are constantly listening to things that need our undivided attention while doing other things, then we are failing to actually grasp everything that is being communicated to us. So, we might end up missing the message, missing the important bits of things, and ultimately responding in an in a wrong way because we haven't really got everything that was communicated to us. Another area that could um, be affected is the person who's sharing will feel that they're not getting your undivided attention, that their story is not worth it, and that they may end up feeling resentful or actually cut their story short and decide not to share anymore because they feel that they're not being appreciated, they're not being heard. And that's something that we need to work on especially if our friends are coming to us we need to be very um, still and very capable so before I get to the second point I'd also like to briefly mention that in as much as we have people in our lives that we could go to for our advice and uh, for tips or just for a listening ear I believe it's very important for us to first of all check with the recipients to our message whether they're at a point where they can receive the information with an open mind and with an open heart. The reason being because we go through different challenges throughout the day and you might not know the level of tolerance that someone has or the day that someone has had. Because if someone has had a really bad day and you are also trying to pour your version of your day to them they might not be able to take it in or they might actually feel overwhelmed and not be as receptive as you would want them to be so i believe that we both have um our role to play both the person who is communicating and the one who is being communicated to just to figure out that they're on the same page so that you don't end up overburdening someone and also not receiving um Uh, the information with an open heart and an open mind so we need to be still and not distracted another thing that i believe that hinders us from listening actively is giving our own experience and interjecting so someone could be telling you how their day has been and maybe they had a shitty day and you you know tell them you know what i also had such a similar day you know you're interjecting with your version of things or with your story instead of completely listening and then also letting them know that you also have had a similar experience so this uh, interjection could actually help them make them lose uh Direction with where the story was going and they might actually feel like their their story is not valid, which is false And so we have to be very careful to be able to just listen with just an open heart and then afterwards respond with what we believe could be the appropriate response in that situation and This is very um, tricky because sometimes you don't want to really um make them feel that they're alone in it, uh, in actually sharing their story. And we want to make them feel that, you know, you could actually relate to them. But then how we do it is what counts. So we could do it after they have shared their story. I believe that would be the most appropriate time. And if your fear is that they will feel that you're not really there on the conversation or you're not uh, as attentive as you are, then you could use both nonverbal cues and verbal cues to just let them know that you're still there. So maybe nodding if the pas- if the conversation is happening, um, uh, physically if you're both of you are there physically if it's on the phone, maybe give some verbal cues to just let them know that you're listening. You know, say yes, uh huh, okay, you know things like that just to let them know that you're listening and you're still on the other line because there's no Way I will keep telling people my story, or I will keep sharing for an hour or 30 minutes <laughs> without having any. Uh, verbal cues from this other side because I'll feel like I'm talking to myself so there's also that balance that needs to be maintained another thing is that we when we're interjecting we just need to be very careful of the situation because yes we may be giving these bubble cues but maybe we're giving them too often you know and really disrupting the flow of ideas and thoughts so we have to find that balance and we have to be very aware of when we're doing too much and when we're doing the list So another area where I believe that we fail is when we are overly PT. So if you are giving too much PT when someone is giving their story, you're making them feel sadder about it instead of just listening. I believe that we're not doing anyone any justice. So I believe that we should just let them tell their story and then let them know that we're there for them. Not necessarily giving our two cents on it, but... If that's what they require from us, then we could give the, it to them. Because pitying, in my opinion, doesn't solve anything. It just makes them wallow more in that situation that they're in. And one of you has to be, you know, stronger for the other party. So in this, uh, in this uh, scenario, the person who's receiving has to be mentally capable of being strong enough to know that PT wouldn't uh, be a solution in that case. So there's also empathizing, which is very good, you know, uh, and very, uh, commendable when you do it, but not PT. PT is not the way to go. That's my opinion. Um, the last thing that I believe hinders us from actively listening is preparing for a response even before they finish. So we are also manufacturing our response and not really listening actively as we should because we also want to have this comeback and we are also holding on to these responses so tightly that we can't even um, ingest or accept or receive any more information because we have this one point that we want to put across so badly and this will ruin actively listening because now we have these thoughts that we're also thinking as someone else is talking so when someone is sharing the story I believe that we should just be there with the intent to listen not to respond and afterwards then we could come up with a response it could be in a different conversation in a later conversation or it could be after they have completely shared the story I don't think that the idea will evaporate completely And there's a way that we would take something away from that message without having to manufacture responses while someone is talking. So those are some of the things that I believe are hindrances to us actively listening. And so I'll get to the solutions where um, we decide now we want to actively listen. What can we do? So first off, if we're trying to conquer the whole distraction and not being still, I believe that we could have meaning like the conversations that we feel that are more intimate or need more of our active attention, we could have those in places where there's not much distraction. So put away our phones, not have them in open spaces where there's a lot of movement. So we could have those conversations in conversations in closed spaces, quiet spaces. Where we're able to actively listen to everything that they're saying so a club for instance would be a good place for someone to communicate what their needs are because there's so much noise there's so much distractions there's alcohol involved so there's all that so i believe that we could find places where it's very uh comfortable and quiet for us to be able to share what we need to share another solution is that we could also work on reading body language. So this is the nonverbal cues, how people um are sitting, how their arms are crossed, how you know tense their muscles are. We can be able to actively listen by also being intuitive to how their body language is and on the same note another area when it comes to body language we should also have receptive body language so if we are crossing our arms when someone is talking to us we're really showing that we don't really want to accept that information or we're trying to block something which is not the message we want to put across and so our body language also matters a whole lot so show that you are being receptive Another solution that I believe that we could take heed to is to be mentally prepared to receive. So when someone tells us that they'll give us a call in the evening to let them know how their day was, then I believe that we could also just... Mentally prepare ourselves. Put us our, aside our bias. Put aside our negative um thoughts on the same issue, and just be plainly there to just listen and hold space for them. Another area that I believe that we could work on when it comes to active listening, which is connected to us just being mentally prepared to receive, is being empathetic. So, this includes empathy, and having empathy means. Feeling for that person and being concerned with their feelings because you can relate to it, you know, and not just tell them, oh, okay, that's what happened, you know, trying to just let them know that they're not going through it alone, not really taking on all their emotion, but just letting them know that this will pass, you know, the energy will change, the situation will improve and all of that good stuff that you could encourage your friend or whoever this is that is sharing that story with you the other area where we could be more free is to free our minds from always thinking that a response is required from us so we do not really understand sometimes that most people just want a listening ear they just want space to be held for them and not really have someone preach to them or advise them because most of the times it's not something that really requires advice they know what they should do and i believe if someone really requires your help they'll let you know by asking you what do you think i should do so we should also be listening out for those cues and if that's not communicated to us then they probably don't need our advice they probably know what they're doing is wrong but they just need someone to hear them out and really empathize with the situation (laughs) if let's say it's something that they did that was wrong but they still feel some type of way about it so if it was a frustrating day then they probably know the way to deal with it next time is not to have a confrontation with the said person or to thug it out if it's an area that they can't escape but they're not really looking for uh your opinion on it they just want you to be in that space where you can relate to their struggle another thing that i believe that is very important is just to let people speak fully let people talk then afterwards you could you know give your your opinion on it if it's required or just to let them know that they're being heard. I believe that the whole idea of manufacturing thoughts, even as someone communicates, really burdens us, even when it's not even required, even when solution and advice is not required of us. Well, all we needed to do was just be still and listen in. The last thing that I'd love to mention is that we have to accept that we have different perspectives and the people who are talking to us have different perspectives and once we are open to this idea then we know that we won't be on the same page on every single thing there are some things that we won't be on the same page with but that does not mean that we cannot listen to people when they have differing opinions from ours we need to listen to them let them know that they're being hard but also let them know that this is not the line that we are on so if you have this person who's telling you something that you feel they didn't do the right way you just let them know that while I get you while I get you and I get where you're coming from and I get how this affects you I am I am of a contrary opinion so I hear you I feel you but I hold this different opinion so that makes us individuals and that's a very key part of us being uh, different human beings And acknowledging that we don't have to be on the same page is very important. It will help us gain some information that we wouldn't gain if we were so closed-minded. So listening to other people's perspective is something that I'm constantly learning to do. And I believe it's a great way to actively listen. Because once we put away that bias, we're able to listen in, take what we need, run with that, and then leave the rest that we feel is not... Um, applicable to our lives so i hope that this was insightful and i hope that we have a week filled with listening actively and also sharing with what with our friends on what they can do to actually get better at listening actively so i hope you have a lovely day ahead take care and catch you on the next episode